Hey, good morning. It's Nick McMahon, episode 56, Path to Epic, on Anchor.fm. And so I've been getting up earlier and earlier, um, now 5 a.m., um, and I was getting up at 6 a.m. to do 6 a.m. calls to um, talk with a friend about who I'm going to be for the day. It's a program uh, that I've been enrolled in, and every single morning at 6 a.m. we talk about who we're going to be. So it allows us up to 15 minutes each, a 30-minute call. Sometimes it's shorter. Sometimes we use down to the last minute and we cut it off at the 30-minute mark because there's always tomorrow to continue. So I was getting up right at 6. Now I'm getting up at 5. And it's giving me an extra hour to do some really cool things in the morning before that call. And then once I do that call, I'm starting to head off to my day. And it's amazing that just in, you know, two, three weeks of doing it or a month, um, because we took a short break while he was traveling out in Europe, but it's amazing how my energy levels have shifted and people are asking me like, whoa, what what happened to you? Um, Because I had the, you know, I had a lot of energy when I was um, at the height of my career, making well over six figure income for and being top rep of the year, my first full year in sales. And and so, and then I, I went through a lot of personal growth and traveled the world and did a bunch of things and um, gained a lot of wisdom and life experience, but my energy kind of, you know, tapered off. And, um, and now it's starting to pick back up, but now I'm uh, a lot more, uh, world experienced and the amount of growth that I've had over the past, well, let's just say four years when I decided to leave my career and go travel the world and go on this huge adventure. Um, you know, I look at it like a, like I went and got a PhD on life. Um, because I definitely read enough to get a PhD. It's funny that, um, I believe it was Brian Tracy who who talked about how many books you read to get a PhD and that you can do it in a year if you're listening to audiobooks every day on on your way to work. Um, And so that's fascinating. And I I definitely have, I think it was like 50 books or something like that. Well, yeah, if you did a book a week, you could do 52 books a year. Um, That's quite a lot of information. And then the information's more focused. So if you did that for your career, it'd be just mind-boggling um if you focused in your area so where are we at this is obviously impromptu cool um a little after three minutes so i wanted to talk about i was reviewing tony robbins work this weekend it's been about two years since i did his program and I, re- I went through and reviewed day one in the workbook. And he has these, these concepts of why we do what we do, what, what kind of drives you. And there's, there's four primal needs and then there's two spiritual needs. And it's essentially six areas and there tends to be two that you, you tend to be more focused on. And so what's crazy is that I was, um, two years ago when I did the program, I, uh, my highest... Air, uh, ener- energy or, or where my energy was focused on that I was constantly doing was seeking certainty and uncertainty 
And, uh, you know, I hope you got that right away, that that's contradictory. Um, And I'll touch on that a little more. So we actually need both, but, um, you know, my... uh, my aha is that like you you really need balance. So if you have too much certainty, you're going to be bored and depressed. And if you have too much uncertainty, your life's going to be chaotic and stressed. But if you have synergy between the two, you have a mix of certainty and uncertainty in your life. You're going to be both inspired, but you're also going to be, you're going to feel comfortable. And, um, and um, so if you think about it, like uh, certainty, right? Traveling to countries you've never been, or uncertainty would be traveling to other countries you haven't been, but, you know, wearing the same clothes that you're used to wearing is a form of certainty. Being in contact with friends and family, that's certainty. And so think about, you know, when you're doing things, when you're taking actions, what does that actually mean? Am I seeking certainty right now? Am I seeking uncertainty right now? Um, what, what does all that mean? Those shifts. Um, and so I've noticed that those have kind of fallen off and come, come into balance. And, you know, like for me, the idea of continually traveling the world is, is a piece of uncertainty, but then I want to own, uh, a few homes in a few different countries. Like I, I'm excited about Austin. I think having a U.S. home base here is amazing. It's one of my favorite places on earth. And then, um, you know, I've got a family who has a place, a family member who owns a place in France, which is a cool idea to potentially, uh, you know, spend a lot more time out there. And um, I've got friends moving to different countries, one moving to Moscow, actually. Um, He's planning to buy a place there. So that whole concept of having friends and a network of people, and I have another friend in South, who wants to buy a condo in South Africa and other places around the world. And so this concept of being able to travel, but having some kind of familiarity and maybe sharing uh, homes with friends and, and doing something like that is fascinating. So I've noticed that I've moved more towards the desire for significance, which is, uh, and then love and connection, which are two. Hey guys, sorry about that. So uh, the reason why that uh, cut off right as I was about to close is because I was receiving my daily 6 a.m. call with a friend that I've committed to. So every day we uh, commit to a conversation about who we're going to be that day, what's inspiring us, what our challenges are, and it allows us each up to 15 minutes to talk about, you know, our day. And it's been incredible just the, the weeks that we've been doing it daily. Uh, I've, I've noticed a sense of energy and shift. Actually, both of us. Um, we just have a lot more clarity and, and focus and energy. And the things that we're up to are just incredibly bigger. We're, we're expanding where we're going to, to heights that just before seemed like outrageous. And now they just seem normal. Like, um, why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you, um, you know, switch jobs to take a remote job? And then go move halfway around the world to Moscow to be with your girlfriend and not just move there, but buy a condo, even though you've never owned one before. <laughs> um, you know, it just, it, it sounded uh, crazy at first, but now, like, it just seems like, why wouldn't you do that? I mean, that's what inspires you. So, so do it. Go uh, find 
in six weeks. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing that happen. Um, so um, I believe it's possible because I have another friend who did it. Uh, her number was 200,000, but it's the same concept where she decided she just wanted to make 600 or $200,000 in very quickly. And it happened. She received a $200,000 commission and she was able to help her family down in Mexico and then buy a condo, which is exactly what she wanted to do. And, it, and she put that number out there. Now she's got a seven figure number. I've been thinking about a, a DECA, DECA millionaire, um, that 10 million uh, and above concept because I actually have family members who've done it. And um, so it's definitely very possible. It's actually not that much money in this day and age because back in, you know, my parents or even grandparents' generation, you, you need about 10 times as much. Um, so decamillionaire is what a millionaire was in their generation. So uh, millions really like middle class. So um, anyways, I didn't want to go off on a tangent there, but um, <laughs> thought I'd leave you with that little nugget and I'll get right back into what I was talking about when I got cut off was the concept of, um, I was talking about certainty, uncertainty and how um, you know, I, I, my two areas of focus were that, and they were contradictory and I've gotten those into balance. And so they've kind of fallen off. And so now it's more about significance, love connection. Uh, and those areas have, have, um, um, you know, contribution and growth. Those areas have strengthened. I think growth was always there. Um, but the other areas, significance and love connection, those kind of things have become more prominent. And the other, like I said, uh, the areas of certainty and uncertainty have just kind of fallen off into balance. And so I just wanted to close that way. This is episode 56. Um, it's first light now. It's just a little bit after six now. I've started the episode at five something, but now it's um, getting closer to seven because I did my 30 minute call. And, uh, yeah, that's it. So episode 56 is a wrap. Nick McMahon, anchor.fm. And by the way, I appreciate all the contributors. I now have some subscribers that are, uh, have signed up to contribute to the podcast, which fuels me to invest more time and energy into it. Um, you can go on to the, uh, anchor.fm forward slash, uh, path to Epic. And there's a contribution, um, page. You can donate as little as a dollar or you could do five or 10, whatever you like. Um, but even just $1, it's just, you know, the thought that, you know, people are doing that is pretty exciting. Um, and when you get contributions from people that you didn't even know had listened to your podcast, that's pretty, that's pretty epic. <laughs> so thank you if you're one of those contributors. And uh, I'll see you on episode 57. Thank you. Bye.